To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. travels directly to the Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. It's showtime! In the tiki 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 room. I bought those clips. Those 90s clips. You know, the flat ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to Claire's I want some. And she got me. Because she was like, oh, there was like a buy three, get three free. And she needed to get a couple more items. And so she's like, just grab something. And I was like, I need clips because my undercut's all grown out. Mm-hmm. And it just isn't at the worst length where it's like, I can't pull it back. Yeah. But it just sticks out when I put a headband on. So I have to clip it down. I need some to assist when I cut my bangs because I cut my own bangs. Okay. And like, I need to like separate them out. Oh, yes. And so like, I always just use my hair tie. <laughs> <laughs> but I need nice. like a clip. You do a really because, good job. Thank you. I suck at cutting my bangs. I've been doing it since like that's true. I was like twelve. It. So yeah. Yeah. If you ha- if you want to maintain bangs, you either need to have endless time to just go get your bangs trimmed like every week, yeah. or you need to cut them yourself. Even having a hairdresser as a mom doesn't well, yeah. help me. I'm the most <laughs> neglected when it comes to my hair really? getting done. Yeah. Your mom cut my hair once. She did a really good job. She did. Mm-hmm. I cut John's hair twice. Remember I the know. one time I did it good, and then the second time I was. Horrible. <laughs> I don't do men's haircuts. Yeah, that's not uh, as fun. Anyway, so here we are. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking some water. Water break. Um, Welcome to the Confessions of Disney Goth podcast. You sound like confused. I wasn't sure if that was our name for a second. <laughs> you know, I always get confused when it comes to like talking about our social media and stuff like that. I'm like, what is the name of Again. I have to like legitimately pull it up Disney to remember. Goth. Disney Goth. Disney Disney Goth Pod. Disney Goth. For some reason, I always want to say Diz Goth. Pod, Me too. What the hell? Not. Why? I don't know. Disney Goth Pod. That's so weird. What's wrong with us? Yeah. Oh, ha! How's it going? Ha! How's it going? Oh, ha, how's it going? Well, I was just telling you, but the listeners in here, this that I have to go to Arkansas next week for work, so that's fun. I'm excited for you. I would like to go somewhere. You that's know, not here. Yeah. Even if it's almost exactly the same as here. <laughs> but it's like to, not going to be because the people in Arkansas that's are true. very different from the people Texas in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be yeah, different. It's going to be interesting. Have, you've never been that way before? I've never been anywhere that's not a coast. Hmm. Or like Nevada and Arizona. But that's okay. basically a coast. Yeah. Just inland. That's pretty sweet. I've never been in, like, the middle of the country before. Or the quote-unquote south. Like, I've been to Florida, obviously. I think that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you. I wish I could go away for work. That'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. Mm -hmm. But if it was anywhere else, it'd be a little bit better. Like, my coworker got to go a couple months ago to Florida. Yeah. That would have been better. Is it going to be, like... (laughs) Do you think you're going to have, like, not, like, relaxing, obviously, but is it going to be, a li- like, a little kind of mini vacation where you're kind of, like, yeah, you might have to work, but, like, if it's not as rigorous as, like, a day work at the office? Well, it depends. Like, what they at the store are going to want me to do is, like, going to be, like, tedious, obnoxious work, but, like, what my boss wants me to do is more, like, higher 
level analytical work. Mm -hmm. And she also wants me to take time to like walk the campus and walk the nearby town. And there's like a mall nearby and she wants me to go there and like comp shop and stuff. Okay. So like as long as I can break away from their expectations of me at the store and like lay down the law and be like, no, this is what I'm here to do. This is what my boss sent me to do. I will have time to like kind of more relaxed, but it's still going to be a lot of work. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least it's a good mix. It's not just like all this all the time. Totally. You know what I mean? That sounds yeah. like trying to give you some bright tips. Yeah. Right? I'm excited. Yeah. But it's scary because I'm going alone and I've never traveled alone before. Yeah, I've never I've never traveled alone before. I guess I'll be honest. I had to ask John for tips on how to like go to the airport. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, so I get there. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never gone anywhere by myself other than like with Greg. Yeah. So that I don't consider that by myself. Right. That's still one other person. Exactly. But I'm always going to the same place. So I generally know what gate or what area yeah. I'm going to when it's a whole nother place. Like when I went to California, oh my gosh, I felt so out of my element because I was like, this is a new airport. I've never been here before. I've only been to two airports in my life. Really? Yeah. I mean, Orlando I've, and Savannah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've been, like, uh, as a uh, layover, but I've never had to, like, exit the airport and find my way out after that. I mean, I've been all over. Like, I've been all over the country. I've been, I mean, mostly the east and west coast, Mm -hmm. but I've been to a lot of states, and I've been to New Zealand, and I've been to Mexico and Canada, and I've been all over. I've just never done it alone. By yourself, yeah. And, like, I always defer to the person that I'm with Mm -hmm. to, like, guide me to what I'm supposed to do and where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. So it's kind of like that thing where, like, if you've been to the same place a million times in the car, but you're never the one that's driving, Mm -hmm. you don't know how to get there. Yeah. You know? It's, like, the same thing to me, like... I don't know how to get you're to very, the airport. But like, <laughs> you I think I mean? you're very organized and you're very, like, straight to the point where I think something will kick in yeah, in you. I'm sure I'll be fine. Where you'll get there and you'll be like, business, business. And yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll just, it'll, it'll be like instinctive. That's true. I, I, I 100% can see that. I'm just like such a type A person that if I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do I and I don't have everything freaking. completely controlled, I like am very nervous. Yeah, 100%. I the same exact but way. I'll, and John's going to drive me to the airport, so. And as long as you're at the right gate, you just go to check. I don't know if you're yeah. checking your bags or I whatever. Am. Ever. Check your bag, and then it pretty much tells you where to go from there. Yeah, and I'm flying United, and I, f- I usually fly United, so, like, I'm familiar with, like, that area like, of checking yeah. in. And So I I think you'll be good. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm, in I'll you. I'll be okay. You'll be all right. <laughs> I believe The thing you. I'm most worried about is what to eat in Arkansas, because, like, I've been doing this crazy gluten-free, dairy-free oh, yeah. thing, and, like... At first when I was looking, there was not a lot of non-chain restaurants. Yeah. But then I looked again, and there it does seem like there's more than I thought, and there's also a Whole Foods on the campus, so if, when in doubt, just go get it. Yeah, do you think you'll be there. able to, like, cook things for yourself if you ha- if you wanted to, or no? You don't, you, do I mean, you, I'm going to be in a hotel, I was going to so. say, I wonder if your hotel would have, like, a... Because some, like some of my hotel rooms before have had, like, actual kitchenettes and stuff and, like, a stove. I don't think so, but Whole Foods has a really good prepared food That's section. That's very true. So. I forgot about that. I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll figure it out. You, I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate believe. it. I was telling you before we uh, started recording, I had some news for you about travel for yes. me. This is more exciting. I some yawning. I'm sure the <laughs> listeners are going to love that. Um, I just, I, I could fall asleep at any moment. Um, 
It actually pertains to our topic today, though. Amazing. So, I guess I'll introduce our topic, but also... Well, I can't... I can't give away... Okay, this is... <laughs> what's gonna happen is part of our topic. Okay. And my discussion is part of the topic. Okay. What I want to tell you is part of the topic. So I'll just okay. tell you when we get it started. How about okay. that? Sounds good. Okay. So today's topic is our top... Well, my top five, your top three. So I kind of did my list a little differently. Yeah, it's not fine. necessarily my all-time top. Um, you see, Meredith and I already did that episode of D- Disney Girls podcast, so I wanted to do a different list uh-huh. this time. So, I mean, it's not com- it's not completely different, but like I just kind of came at it a little bit differently, just for my own sanity. Um, so I did it more on like hotels that relate to each other, and then another hotel that is. Um, so then my like. Th- third slash fourth hotel is like an underrated in my opinion okay so i just want to talk about it that's cool yeah so my list is not just like like i could give you my i don't know if i could even give you my top five but i could give you my like honorable mentions that i'm not going to talk about too when i do my list okay okay that's fine yeah because i I figured this episode would be great for people who obviously know the hotels and just like talking about them or Mm -hmm. people who are looking to maybe book their trip um, at Disney, because this is, I'm only talking, I don't know about you, but I'm only talking about Disney World hotels. I'm doing one Disneyland hotel because okay. it's relevant to my life. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> we're in the same boat here. Yes. Um, so, but I'm just, you know, thinking it's kind of cool for people who don't know maybe where they want to stay. So we can kind of give them, you know, what we feel like why we like this hotel or why we chose this hotel and what's great about it. Yeah. To help people, you know, figure out where they may want to stay the next time they go. Yeah, I also have some, like, interesting, like, backstory information about the hotel. Oh, yeah, I didn't go that far, so you can have fun with that. I'm glad our, like, lists are different. Yeah, it's different. I like that. Yeah. Um, So, basically, with my list, I did a top five. So five being, like, the lowest, you know, it's still in my top five, obviously, but from the lowest rated for me, like, but I'd still stay there because it's really great, to the top rated, like, number one dream hotel. Um, now, the ho- of the hotels that are on my list, I've actually only stayed at one of them. Um, the others I've just visited, uh, except for one, which I've actually never been to, but I've told that I would love, so... I mean, I did my research and I could see why people tell me that I'd love it. Um, but I think that these hotels, personally, for me, I chose because of styling mm-hmm. mainly, but also I chose a lot of hotels that are like for someone like me who has to do their trips cost effectively. Yeah. Um, so I, I chose trips or places that were cost effective or places that um, were a little bit more expensive, but because of the experience you get there or a little bit on the more expensive side, but still within a moderate range, but also a great experience. Yes. So that's how I based my list. Awesome. Um, so I guess we can go, if you want, we can go back and forth or did you want to just one person goes through theirs and then the other person... Maybe maybe we can go back and forth. Okay. You want to do it that way? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. And um, then I'll just, like, you can do your first one, and then I could just give my honorable mentions, and then you can do your second one, because to get to five. Actually, I don't think it's going to work. Why? Because I uh, technically yeah. only have three. Yeah. <laughs> just do your list, and then I'll do Okay. That's fine. <laughs> okay. 
So for number, we didn't plan this. That's clearly. okay. We do things on the fly. That's mm-hmm. the fun. That's the charm. That's exactly. The, that's why you like us or yeah. don't listen to us. Exactly. That's probably more likely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my number five hotel okay. is uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Awesome. So I was gonna put this one on my list too. Okay. Cool. But I did not. Uh, why not? I don't know. I was, like, being weird when I made this list. That's fine. That's fine. We'll find out when you read yours. (laughs) So, um, I actually had a hard time picking number five because, first of all, I I had a hard time picking five in general because there are three that are really up there for me, Mm -hmm. and then there's, like, one other one where it's, like, okay, I really like this one, and then number five, which is, like, if I had to choose a fifth one. Mm -hmm. All the other, like hotels that aren't on my list I really wouldn't stay at probably not because um they're horrible hotels it's just they're not my kind of thing like they're not my aesthetic or what I find pleasing um so number five I had to really think hard about and like why I would choose this one and the main reason honestly is because of the fact that like you can see animals from your hotel animal kingdom lodge is so I'll just say it right now. It's definitely one of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the coolest hotels that there is. Like yeah. the fact that there's like a friggin' like safari, safari right outside, and your the window. restaurants in it are some of the best. I've, that's another thing that was on my. There I go again. Yawning. <laughs> um, that was another thing that was on my, you know, reasoning why I've heard the restaurants are really like yeah. top notch. John and I ate at one of them for our anniversary. Our fourth anniversary Aww. when we went whenever that was three years ago now mm-hmm. three and a half is years it ago like is it like traditional like um, African food so they have one restaurant that's like African and then mm-hmm. they have another one that's like an African Indian fusion yes. and that's the I one that you we telling went me to. about that I remember yeah. that see um, that's I've never been to like that hotel but from what I could see I was like okay I think I would really enjoy yeah. this. Because of the animals, but I think the whole, like, I think the whole decor of it is really cool. Not that it's, like, I don't want to say it's, like, appropriating, like, you know, the Africa savannah kind of thing. But that's kind of Walt's thing. Yeah, it it (laughs) kind of was, but I think it's a really interesting... um, But it's celebratory. It is, that's what I was going to say. It's an interesting idea that they've done it pretty tastefully. And it's beautiful. Yeah. From what I could see, it's really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, out of all the other ones, I was like, I think I would stay here. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, Boardwalk is not my kind of thing. It is a beautiful hotel. I, it, but it's just not, I don't yeah. know. I feels like I'm back at the shore, the you know? The thing that I like the most about Boardwalk is that is its proximity to Epcot mm-hmm. and that you See, have that special entrance there. I didn't I didn't take cool. any um, proximity into consideration when choosing, although I did take different modes of transportation into consideration I like because mm-hmm. I enjoy having more than one mode of transportation. Yeah, me too. Um so yeah, that's really basically it for my number 5 cuz like I said, it was kind of hard to choose it, so I, I had to really pull things right. out. Um, so that was my number five. Mm -hmm. Uh, my number four, which brings me to my story, is, uh, the Wilderness Lodge. Okay, that's another honorable mention of mine. Which I was gonna do because I wanted to relate it to one of my other hotels, but I didn't. Well, it will. It works. It does. Mm -hmm. Because I know exactly where you're going. Because I go there in this. Yeah. So, quick story real quick. My aunt called me the other day. My both my aunts. Mm-hmm. My one aunt is a Disney Vacation Club member. Mm-hmm. She told me, 
I want to book your hotel for you. I want to give you my vacation points for your honeymoon. But you need to tell me when you're going on your honeymoon and where you want to stay. Because wow. her home resort is poor, um, is not Port Orleans. Her her home resort is Old Key West. Awesome. So we stayed there before, but like that's not Old, Old Key West feels like kind of like a retirement village, yeah. which is cool. That's, it's fine. It's, it's called nice. Old Key West. Yeah, me? it's it's nice. It's very relaxing. It's like a very adult mm-hmm. side of Disney. Yeah, but that's. Not it's my not number one want. choice. Right. And if I had to stay there, I would totally stay there. Yeah. I loved it. But it's not, if I had a choice, it's yeah. not my choice. We should preface this whole thing with every single Disney hotel there is oh, is amazing. amazing. There is no No reason, matter how cheap. Except for maybe, I don't know, like maybe movie, all-star movie. Yeah, but even those hotels are those, really nice. Yeah, they you know, are. Like what you get for your money is better than if you stayed at like a Holiday Inn. Or that's very true. Marriott 100%. Or you've got the whole experience mm-hmm. even staying at one of their quote-unquote value exactly. resorts. Um, so, I mean, I like I said, anywhere I stay, I am grateful for, especially for the fact that she's doing this for me. Like I can't. I can't be unhappy with anything. Not that I even would be. Just being there makes me happy. Absolutely. But she was saying, like, you know, you could stay. She has to, she can book her home resort 11 months out. So that would be coming up. Yeah. Or if I wanted to say that wasn't her home resort, it would be six months prior. So she was like, you have to figure out a time. Yeah. So I went to my bosses and I was like, when is the best time for me to take my honeymoon? And Mm -hmm. they were like, well, anytime after Christmas would be fine. So I was like, like January, February? And they were like, yeah, why don't you do February? So we picked February 6th to the 13th. So it's a whole week. It's a Saturday to a Saturday. Cool. And it is the weekend before President's Weekend. So it, because my aunt was looking at like mm. the pricing and like the calendar of like people being there. And it gets right. really crazy after I'm that. Sure. So we chose like the perfect week because right. it's low key mm-hmm. and it's not too crazy. And I think they have like an arts festival going on at Epcot. Festival of the Arts? Yes. Yeah. They have uh, during yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that will be really fun and interesting. They've got cool food. It and is. Stuff cool. like that. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we're going to go February 6th to the 13th. And she was like, where would you want to stay? And I I wanted to like throw out the Polynesian because that's my number one hotel. I know. Like that is my dream hotel. I know. And she's like, unfortunately, I don't get, I don't have enough points for, for the Polynesian. Yeah. Because it's those mm-hmm. like waterside bungalows and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't expect to be, right. you know, that bougie. Right. So I was like, that's totally fine. One day you will. I understand. So I threw out Wilderness Lodge because of the fact that when we went to California and we went to hotel hopping, we went to the Grand Californian Mm -hmm. and Greg and I both were like, wow, this hotel is so cool. Mm -hmm. It's like Wilderness Lodge. It's cozy. It's very I'll tell you a little bit more about the actual theming though. Now we're... I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. We're spoiling a list A little, item a little bit listy. But it's actually, when we talk about the theming, it's actually different than the Wilderness yes. Lodge. It just looks the same. It does. It looks similar. The yeah. Wilderness Lodge in Disney World mm-hmm. is more, um, like, Midwestern, like, that kind of feel. Yours is more, like, Redwood Foresty, right? 
or like we'll go into it when I get there. Or not Wyoming Forest. What's that? We'll go into it when okay. I get there. Okay. <laughs> I, I always. Okay. Yes, I know exactly. What but you're the yeah, the one in Florida is more like you're supposed to be in like a cabin in the woods. Yes, and I the went wilderness. there. This is one of the hotels that I actually have been to because mm. we ate dinner there at yes. the Whispering Canyon Cafe. I ate dinner <laughs> at the Artist Point, there. and so. I was like, and well, it's an amazing hotel. Yes, it's I a remember deluxe too, right? It it's is. just not a monorail. Exactly. Hotel. Yeah. I remember it being so cool, mm-hmm. and there was like, oh, like a little river that it's ran in the lobby. I the lobby. know. And it's I, so cool. I just love the. If I if I didn't have to choose like a, if I didn't have the choice of like a Polynesian like tiki resort, mm-hmm. I love campy, lodge cozy feel. Yeah. So I was like. The wilderness was like the first thing that popped into my head, and I was yeah. like, "Okay, I want. I think I want to stay here." Mm-hmm. So, but this, I made this list before I even talked to my aunt. So it's funny that I had it at yeah. number four you on my just list. Sent you the list. And I pick know. One. <laughs> well, I, I, my number one isn't available. And you know, it's funny. I asked her. I said, "But she could have gone down the list." Well, I said to her because <laughs> the other ones on the list aren't Disney Vacation Club resorts that oh, I have. Really? And she said that it would cost her more points to stay at a non-Disney Vacation Club resort than it would to stay at a Disney. Isn't that crazy? Wow, yeah. They cost more points to stay outside the Disney Vacation Club mm. than it does to stay at a DVC resort. Right. Because I guess... That the, makes sense. Yeah. Be, ooh. So I guess because they they want to reserve that for the... The regular paying Right, guests. exactly. Um, which is totally fine. Like, yeah. I understand that. Um... But I just want to get into, like, a little bit, we kind of really talked about this, but a little bit about the Wilderness Lodge and why I like it, besides the whole, you know, cozy lodge feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's really awesome that they have three restaurants there, because I'm not used to that when I go and I stay at Pop Century, it's just the one dining hall. The deluxe resorts have a lot better food options. Exactly, and they have, Mm -hmm. like, different price points, which is great, because, you know, people can't just be balling all the time, you know? Yeah. Um. I think it's really cool that they have a lot of different activities. Mm-hmm. Like, they have the quote-unquote hiking trail, which yep. isn't really much of a hike. It's just more of a stroll. Yeah. But I think that's really cool. It's awesome. They have the horses on, like, in the stables there. You know, the, they, they have a lot to do, and I like that because of the fact that, like, when you go to a hotel, or when you're paying this much money to go to Disney, mm-hmm. you want your hotel to be a good experience. You want to get, like... When I go for, like, the quick three, four-day trips, I'm not at the hotel. That's why I stay at a value resort. But when I'm paying good money for something like this, I'm going to be at the hotel a bit. And I want to be able to do really fun things and get a unique experience. And I think that this hotel offers a lot to do outside of just going to the parks where you can have a good time, not just at the pool. You know, there's activities for you to do as an adult, not even as a kid. You know, and there's, like, a lot of history there, too. Yeah. So I I really enjoy that. And it is obviously on the more pricier side because it is part of the Disney Vacation Club. So, you know, there is that. But if you have the money to spend, I would totally stay. Absolutely. I would suggest staying there because of the fact that the whole ambiance is awesome if you really like that kind of feel. But there's so much to do and there's so much to eat. It's so and, and it's that's just a big so thing for pretty. me. And I'm pretty sure that they offer a boat service. I think they do too. I think you're right about that, but I can double check. I'm almost talking. positive that they offer a boat service, which I freaking love because if I if I if there 
If I could stay at a hotel that had the monorail, obviously I would take that. But my other option would be a boat because there's nothing more relaxing than riding back from the park or to the park on a boat. The boat rides are the greatest. They do have it? Yep, they do. Cool. I thought so. So that's another plus, which... Anything that has a boat service is, like, top-notch. Oh, just looking at that makes me want to go camping. It looks so nice. I know, it's so cool. It's so much fun. And I just like, like, the, like, railroady feel to it and, like, just kind of cowboy kind of thing, you know? I think that's, I think that's really cozy and homey, and I really enjoy that. I Um, agree. So, yeah, that was my number four. And now going to be my honeymoon location. Amazing. That's so exciting. So if you guys do go to Uh Florida, just so you know, that's when we will be going. Okay. If you do want to go around the same time. And that's where we'll be staying. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, uh, I mean, we... That's probably around when we were thinking anyway. Yeah, even so. if you're there for a few days between, like, you know, when we're there. Yeah. We don't want to, like, crash your whole well, honeymoon. Honestly, I <laughs> wouldn't even mind. It's more fun with friends. Um, so. We've never gone with friends. We almost no. went with Karsten and. We've never. I've only gone with family. Yeah. And Greg and I were like, <laughs> no. We're it's just, usually just me and John. Yeah. Like, we've gone with John's grandparents before, but. Yeah. And it's fun when you get to go with people that enjoy it just as much as you. Yeah, definitely. Because we've never really experienced that other than like my aunt mm-hmm. who has her kids and stuff they, they obviously enjoy it because they have the vacation club yeah but no one else really enjoys it as much as Greg and I right especially within my family yeah so I think that would be a different mm-hmm. experience would be very enriching definitely you know I, I agree. like that I like that too um so my number what was that number four what so were the dates three. you just said uh February 6th to the 13th so the day before Valentine's Day okay sounds good we went for Valentine's Day one year, and that was a great time to go. Yeah. Like there was, it was pretty not crowded, and the weather was really good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because yeah, I looked, and I was like, okay, well, I want to go to a Saturday to a Saturday, and then we looked to see when President's, and President's Day was like the 17th or something. Right. So I was like, oh, no, we got to avoid mm-hmm. that. And so the 6th to the 13th is Saturday to Saturday. I was like, we because I, I don't want to come back. And go back to work the next day. I want a day to recuperate, a day and a half to recuperate, Mm -hmm. and then go back into it. Um, So I was like, well, that works perfectly, and it's not a crazy... Like, I already got the okay. My bosses were so funny. They were like, you're literally asking us a year in advance. Of course that's fine. They're like, whatever you want to do, it's no no big deal. They're like, it's only five days. I was like, are you sure? Because I don't want it to be around a crazy time. They were like, it's fine fine mm-hmm. and you're asking a year in advance yeah. I think we'll be okay yeah so I was like all right cool and and I know February is a very good time to go to the theme parks because of the fact that like everyone's in school so the flights to Florida at that time are usually cheap oh, too that would be amazing mm-hmm. anywhere I can save money yeah absolutely where I could save money would be great maybe they'll do like a great meal plan where like they usually it, do if I spend a certain amount of days you get a free meal plan or something they might that would be cool yeah keep your eye out for all sorts of deals like that yeah <laughs> oh yeah um all right so on to my number three pick Mm-hmm. which is a hotel that I have never been to, okay. but I know people that have gone there, and everyone who has gone there has told me that I need to stay there because I would absolutely love it. Okay. Even though the place that it's based off of, I've never been to. What? <laughs> Port Orleans. Okay, that's mine. French Quarter slash Riverside. So uh, that's one of mine. Okay, cool. So <laughs> if you want to go into yours, I have like in-depth research. That would be great. Do you want to talk about why you chose it first, and then I'll go That's what I was stuff? just going to say. 
if you want, because a lot of my stuff is not in-depth research. Okay. So I can just really glaze over why I chose it, and then we can go into depth about, you know, your information, mm-hmm. and I can just finish off my glazed over list because totally. I definitely didn't go, I, I did a vain choice of like why I would stay there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So please give me all of the facts. Absolutely. That's what I need. Um, so the reason why I chose this mainly was because of the fact that you can get beignets there. But I really enjoy the aesthetic of it. That's uh-huh. another thing that I'm, I'm, I'm big on when I stay somewhere is the aesthetic of the place. And yeah. I think that the Port Orleans French Quarter like and the Riverside part too. The French Quarter, I think, is cooler. I th- aesthetically. I think the French Quarter is really cool, but there's something really cozy to yeah. me about the Riverside. It's very bayou and quiet. They both seem And great. I could hear frogs croaking yeah. in the distance in my head and like chirps of crickets that don't yeah. exist. But I feel like it's very like Boggy yeah. and chill. No, I like them both. But the French Quarter is like a party. It's, it's so fun and it's too. exciting mm-hmm. and it's really beautiful. Like it the is. whole grounds. And my bosses stayed there and she said that it, they've got like horse drawn carriages and stuff like that. And I think Greg's sister stayed there when she went a couple years ago and she was like, you'd love it. it and for the price, that's exactly another reason why I chose that. The reason why I think it's, like, the most underrated is because it's considered, like, a value resort. It is. But you get so much way, for your money. Way, much more than their actual, like, value. Like, all-star yeah. pop. Like, that sure, there's no, like, five-diamond restaurant here. I don't but need like, that, though. I think the only reason other than that that it's as cheap as it is is because of how far it is from the park. Yeah. Which I, I don't But, honestly... like, I'd rather be a little further and stay here than, like, say at Art of Animation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and I've stayed at, every time I go, I stay at Pop Century, and Pop Century is pretty far from the park. It is. And I you don't get even, so much more with and this. And I don't even pay attention to the drives right. because it's become custom You're on to a me. Disney bus, too. It's exactly. Like, you know, it doesn't even matter. It's like pleasant. But I think that it's really awesome. They have so much theming for... It's amazing. A really, really good price. Yeah. Like, amazing a really price. good price. Yeah. So I, I thought... I, I put that at number three just because my top two, one is close to the heart and mm-hmm. the other one's just my dream. So this is actually perfect because then I can go through this and then we'll both have our top two. Okay, yeah. So, so then maybe we can go one at a time for our top two after we do this. That's perfect. We've planned oh, this, yeah. guys. You just tried to fool I'll just you. cut out all the parts where we said, yeah, we where we talked it. through it. We were being modest. <laughs> exactly. You know? Um, so yeah, so basically that is really why. I, do question. Yes. Do they sell beignets at Disney World? So they, they never did before, but I feel like they changed that recently, but I could be wrong about that. Because obviously they sell them at Disneyland because they have, you know, the port, right. like they have like that Port Orleans French right. Quarter area. Mm-hmm. But we don't have that New at Orleans Disney Square. Yeah. yeah. We don't have that at Disney World. No. So I was like, is this the only place that has beignets on the Disney property? That was definitely true at some point, but for some reason I remember reading that they sell them somewhere else now, but I... I don't... Probably like Adventureland or something. I don't know. And they they do have them currently at Universal for Mardi Gras. Because Universal does a big Mardi Gras every year. And they look so good. All of the Mardi Gras food at Universal looks amazing this year. You know what? I think I saw a Mardi Gras donut for Disney World. King Cake. Yes. 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 I think it's like... They have it at Universal too. I think they have one at... Epcot right yeah, now. Yeah, they, they might so have, they a have a beignet at, at Epcot. Epcot. Like in possible. France or something. Yeah, that's possible. Very possible. 
but... Okay. So that was really the main reason, because I really like beignets. Me too. Um, but go ahead. Going, I want to know more in-depth knowledge about this amazing... Because this... Honestly, if I didn't have the Polynesian at top, mm-hmm. this would be my top resort to go to. Yep. Because I, I even asked my aunt if I could, that's why I brought up that value thing, because I, I wanted to stay here over a DVC resort. Yep. Like, because I thought this one was so cool, and that's what she said, like, it would actually cost more yeah. to stay there than it would a DVC. So I was like, oh, well, wilderness is the next best thing. I think that if I was actually going to stay at a Disney hotel, which John and I usually stay at Universal, mm-hmm. I would stay at this hotel yeah. because it's not my favorite, but my favorite is well out of reach of my finances. Yeah. So I think that if we were to stay at a Disney hotel, it would definitely be this I, one. I think that for our Greg and I's next trip, that's not our honeymoon, whenever that may be. Yeah. If we have the means to do it, I think I would stay here too. Yeah. It's because around the same price point as where we usually stay universal. Yeah, maybe a little bit more. See, this is, it is a bit more to stay here than it is at Pop Century, but at the same time, it's like. But you get so much. I know, and I really, that. really want to experience it. Where yeah. it's like Pop Century, say, is $97 a night. Mm-hmm. This is probably like 135 I have prices, actually. So that's perfect because mm-hmm. I would love to. Compare. Well, and it depends on the time of year that True. you're staying at. So. Let's see. So I'm just going to start at the beginning here. I have a little history. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, one question. Yes. Do you know this? Do they have multiple forms of transportation to the parks? I think it's just bus. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. So, yes, and that that adds to why it's Mm -hmm. a lot lower priced than some of the more upscale hotels, which don't seem like they're that much nicer than this one, but it's things like that that you pay for. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... Disney's Port Orleans Resort, French Quarter, and Disney's Port Orleans uh, Resort, Riverside. By the way, I got all of my information from DisneyWorld.Disney.Go or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, DisneyWorld.Go, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, Are a pair of resort hotels located at the Walt Disney World Resort in Lake Buena Vista, Florida? I found all my clips. Ah, I need these clips! (laughs) I just took my sweatshirt off. Um, Okay, so... The two resorts are connected to each other and Disney Springs via the Sassagoula River. They are jointly the largest resort on the Walt Disney World property by room total with over 3,000 rooms between them. Um, because it's really two full hotels. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They do tech... It is two, two hotels. But they share, like, the pools and they share, like, a lot of other things. Yeah. So, and it's easy to get between them. So, they, it really is, like, one just, like, sprawling property, which is yeah. really cool. Um... Disney's Port Orleans Resort French Quarter was designed to reflect the style and architecture of New Orleans French Quarter, obviously. The resort opened on May 17th, 1991. I feel like it's more recent than that, but I, I guess know. Not. I know. That's right? weird because I feel like I haven't heard about it until, until recently. recently. But I guess I never really paid attention when I was not able to afford trips like this. I know. Um, actually, some of this information I got from Wikipedia, just to clarify. Okay. Um, I just like put it all together. Um, okay. It originally opened with 432 guest rooms in three guest buildings and expanded to its current 1,008 rooms in uh, seven three-story guest buildings containing 144 rooms each. Wow. So I'm sure, like, when it started, it was a lot smaller. Maybe that's why we didn't really hear of it until, like, more recently because it's expanded over the years. Yeah. 
Um, Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside was de- de- was designed to reflect the antebellum South along the Mississippi River. So that's yeah. why it's a little bit more like down By home. You. Yeah, like, I love that. Yeah. The resort Banjo. opened exactly. <laughs> the resort opened on February second, nineteen ninety two, as Disney's Dixie Landings Resort, initially uh-huh. with rooms located in its Alligator Bayou section. Shortly afterward, the remaining Magnolia Bend section was open. Alligator Bayou was um, or has. 1,024 guest rooms over 16 buildings styled as rustic weathered lodges with 64 rooms per lodge. Magnolia Bend has 1,024 guest rooms over four buildings styled as Southern Plantation Grand Manor homes with 256 rooms per mansion. Beginning March 1st, 2001, road signage and other theming began to change reflecting the Disney's Port Orleans Resort and Disney's Dixie Landings Resort properties becoming regions of a United States Port Orleans Resort. So... This is when it really started, like, evolving to what it is now. As of April 1st, 2001, the regions became French Quarter and Riverside. Changes leading up to and after this period included the French Quarter region losing, um, losing Bonfamie, I don't know how to say this, I'm sorry, Bonfamie's Cafe Table Service Restaurant by Grentals and Boat Rentals. French Quarter region guests had to, um, had to use the larger facilities in the Riverside region. Bonfamie's Cafe is now only used occasionally as a meeting place for food and beverage management and a training facility. Um, This cafe's kitchen is Disney World's test kitchen. Other theme changes included Colonel's Cotton Mill... Oh, that sounds terrible. Colonel's Cotton Mill Food Court becoming Riverside Mill. That sounds much better. In 2011... Well, the whole idea that it was like plantation manners is a little uh, concerning. In 2011, Disney transformed about a quarter of the 2,000 rooms in the Riverside section of Disney's Port Orleans Resort into the Royal Guest Rooms. On October 22, 2019, Disney expanded their mobile food ordering system to a total of 35 locations, including the Riverside Mill Food Court at Riverside. This system allows guests to use the My Disney Experience app to pre-order their food prior to arrival at the food court, which is something that's everywhere now. This, now, is this the only restaurant that is um, at the resort? I'll get to that. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole restaurant yes. section. So, um, I go into Riverside's and then Port Orleans's. Okay. Separately. That's why I kind of considered it for hotels. Because yeah. I'm kind of separating them out. That makes sense. So, at Riverside, um, from the stately white column mansions of Magnolia Bend to Alligator Bayou's quaint backwood cottages, delight in a picturesque setting that evokes the romance of rural Louisiana. Take a short walk uh, along the Saskaloosa River to Disney's Port Orleans uh, Resort French Quarter, known for southern specialties like gumbo, jambalaya, and beignets. Mm. So that's their like, little like catchphrase thing that's on the Disney World yeah, I remember website. reading that. I remember that. Um, so their standard room rate, on average, starts at around two hundred dollars a night. Okay. So uh, during peak season, that can go up as high as three, four hundred dollars, and during um, like lower, lighter seasons, it's usually at or below the two hundred rate. Yeah, that sounds um, about right. Mm-hmm. So you know, and then they have. That's their standard room rate, so then they have, like, suites and stuff that are Mm -hmm. more expensive, obviously. Um, So, their restaurants that they offer, they have the Boatwright's Dining Hall. Okay. um, Which is American cuisine slash casual dining. Um, So, it says, Bonafide Bites in the Big Easy. Partake in hearty specialties and family-friendly American fare inspired by Southern Louisiana cooking on the bayou. 
Hanging lanterns illuminate the cavernous dining oh my hall. God, that and the skeletal hull of a Luger fishing boat is suspended on on high as its centerpiece. Warm yourself by the fire as you spy antique shipbuilding tools on the walls, sea clamps, saw blades, axes, and more. Season your dinner with salt and pepper housed in dandy toolbox and wipe your maw with a shop rag. Clean, of course. But first, get into some good eating. Sample the tantalizing flavors of the Louisiana Bayou on the all-you-care-to-eat, uh, all-you-care-to-enjoy chef's platter, featuring uh, such lip-smacking favorites as ribs, Nashville hot chicken, yum, smoked sausage, beef brisket with corn, mashed potatoes, green beans, and mac and cheese. Wow, Greg would die. I know. Keep rolling down the river with a helping of prime rib and deep south shrimp and grits. For dessert, Mississippi mud cream creme brulee oh. we, uh, weaves its sweet magic. A cavalcade of carnival-worthy cocktails is available that's a tongue twister yeah. is available to revelers 21 years of age or older as is a kid's menu for a little i don't know what that is picayunes <laughs> afterwards stop by the river roost lounge for the comedy and musical stylings of yeehaw bob boat rides dining hall is open for dinner only reservations are recommended and can be made up to 180 days prior to your visit. Okay, so this is like an actual restaurant. This is an actual sit-down, but casual restaurant. Cool, cool. Okay, that's Then awesome. they have the Riverside Mill Food Court, yeah. which is a quick service and has Generally, mobile orders. Yeah. And they have multiple different options to, like, what you, like hamburgers, pizza. But still on the theming oh, okay. of this, kind of. Um, they also have two bars, the River Roost and Muddy Rivers, oh, yeah. and then they have pizza delivery to your room as well. And That's I think you can so get it delivered great. to the pools, too. Yeah, I think Pop Century has pizza delivery, I'm almost positive, as well. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. Yeah, but we're, I think that's biased, cool. Though, because, obviously. You know, New Jersey pizza, right. New York pizza. But for someone from, like, yeah. let's say, maybe Arkansas. Also, and if you have kids <laughs> no, and you just that's... don't want to go to the right. dining hall, that's what I was going to say. Your room yeah. is really convenient. Especially if your kids have been, like, acting up all day and don't want to leave the room or whatever. Like, or here you got food. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Cranky I think that's. Exhausted. Right, and that's a cheaper option for them to do than to have, like, full, like, room service. 100%. So, I, I like, I love that. I think that's such a good idea. Yeah. So, then, the pools that are um, at Riverside, and then I think two of them are shared, or are they all shared? I, I think two, I think these two are the ones that are shared. Okay. And then there's the other pools. So... Um, Old Man Island. Have a good old time at Old Man Island, a th- three and a half acre refuge with a swimming hole and a fishing hole. Fashioned after an abandoned sawmill, this pool is accessible by three wooden bridges and includes a 95 foot long rustic water slide built into the millworks. That's so cute. I know. Yeah, these pools are really awesome. Yeah. Nearby a whirlpool tub, um, the Muddy Rivers Bar, so the bar I was talking about before, is a pool bar. Oh, Cool. And a kiddie pool provided entertainment for all ages. A daily pool party plus an evening campfire and movie screening on select nights keep the fun going all day but long. How does that not sound amazing? I know. It's so cool. And then they have the five leisure pools. So these are like the little pools for leisure. And um, five leisure pools, three in Alligator Bayou and two in Magnolia Bend are available throughout the resort offering a more relaxing respite. These pools are perfect for guests looking to lounge the day away. Pool lifts and other accessible options are available for guests with disabilities or limited mobility. Pool hours and lifeguard availability vary by pool and are subject to change. So then the French Quarter uh, pools, which I think I think what I was saying before I was saying it confused. I think both hotels share all the pools. Like if you stay at one, you can go to oh, any Oh, you can go to the, the others. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. 
um, Dubloon Lagoon, festive decorations, an all-alligator band, and a blue sea serpent water slide immerse you in the magic of New Orleans. At Dubloon Lagoon, it's Mardi Gras every day. Come slide down scales, the 51-foot-long snaking sea serpent slide, whose tongue deposits you into the lagoon with a mighty splash. Alligator jazz aficionados, a water play area, a whirlpool spa, and a Mardi Mardi Gras pool bar make it even more of a party, as King Neptune watches over all of the merriment from on high. Please note, guests must be 48 inches or under to play at the Dubloon Lagoon water play area. Okay, okay, so then I'm going to go into the French Quarter. So the the little description of the French Quarter's decor or ambiance... Revel in the romance and pageantry of New Orleans' historic French Quarter at this moderate resort hotel, where cobblestone streets, gas lamps, wrought iron balconies, and fragrant magnolia blossoms evoke the antebellum era and colorful Mardi Gras characters and and jazz keep things lively. Then stroll along the lushly landscaped Sascaluga River to Disney's uh, Port Orleans Resort Riverside, where the bayou beckons, as do Cajun and Creole specialties. So they don't consider this value, they consider it moderate yes okay that makes sense does yeah because it's definitely not a value yeah. you've got so much going on but here still, that's that great price. no but for sure it would be a sin to call it a value resort yeah. just because like the price is amazing it's a value price but this is so much better exactly. than a value resort definitely like, way better so the restaurant so this one only has the one like actual restaurant, um, but it's quick service, and it's called Sasagula. I've been saying Sascaluga. Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory. So this is American Cajun and Creole style cuisine, and it's quick service, and they have mobile orders. Okay. Um, so it says dine like a true Mardi Gras reveler at this restaurant located at Disney's Port Orleans Resort French Quarter. Then they have the um scat cat club cat scat cats club this is where i want to hang out like yeah for sure unwind in this new orleans style lounge with some jazz music true to the great sounds of the french quarter scat cats club lounge tap your toes to some swinging jazz and enjoy a full, full service bar featuring southern inspired specialty cocktails craft beer and appetizers Get a taste for life in the Big Easy with delicacies like Mardi Gras mac and cheese, crawfish etouffee, and bayou brisket sliders. Oh my god. That sounds amazing. I know. It also says at this Scat Cats Club Cafe, dine on delectable beignets at this location just outside the Scat Cats Club Lounge. Swing on on by anytime from 6am to midnight daily for coffee, drinks, and tasty treats. So this is like one of those little like... In and out cafes yeah, that they I like have, that, like though. at Cabana Bay and Universal, they have like an actual Starbucks. So this is like that. Okay. But it's outside this lounge where, like, at night you can get drinks and stuff. Okay. Um, but also, swing on by anytime from 6 a.m. to midnight daily for coffee, drinks, and tasty treats. You can enjoy specialty and Mickey-shaped beignets all year long. Favorites include the Baton Rouge beignets, jazzed up with your choice of Bailey's Kahlua or Rum Chata. Wow. I know. <laughs> Um, it's a festive limited time beignets will also be available to brighten your holiday season. So they like decorate them differently for the holidays. For the holidays. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the only restaurant. Then there's also Marty Grog's, which was that, um, like bar that we were talking about gotcha, before, but gotcha. they have food. So, um, it's quick service and like a lounge. So it's like a lounge bar kind of thing, um, where you can get drinks and 
and like small food. So it says every day's Fat Tuesday here. Celebrate with specialty frozen drinks or on the rocks, wine, sangria, and draft beers, including a Bita Amber and Turbo Dog. You can even get it to go and take a leisurely stroll along the Sesagula River. And then obviously they do also pizza, pizza delivery. delivery. <laughs> yep. So oh, that's, wow. Yeah. That's see, that hotels. is an incredible hotel. See, I spent the most an, time on the food because that is an incredible hotel. Uh-huh. I think I've done it an injustice for putting it at number three, but... No, you did I don't know. All right. Well, I'll go to my number two, which does not compare whatsoever to Port Orleans. Mm-hmm. But it is a special place to me because this is where I stay most often. Yes. And I think that for what it is, it's a really great resort. Absolutely. Not to say any resort isn't great at Disney. You're all getting a like good... Like we said. Yeah. You're they're really, all great. Um, so Pop Century is my number two. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because of the pricing. You really can't go wrong. It is considered a value resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have a lot of f- food options. We've got one quick service. Um, but the foods are always good. Mm-hmm. I've never had something horrible there where I was like, this is disgusting. That is one thing I really like about Disney is the fact that like, yeah, it's cafeteria-ish style, but like, it's still good. Yeah, absolutely. It's not bad. Um... And, and then, there's some really great food at Disney. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like their breakfast, they had like a breakfast casserole mm-hmm. that was like a Scandinavian. It was so good. It was yeah. like potatoes and onions. It was amazing. I actually mm-hmm. looked up the recipe because I wanted to make it when That's we got awesome. home. Um, but not to mention the price and the food at the uh, cafeteria. But I personally think that the aesthetic is really cute with the different decades. Mm-hmm. You know, the we usually stay closer to the... Um, the, ma- the main hall, which is, I think, I want to say the 70s mm-hmm. and the 60s. Um, it does stink because, like, the cool ones, like the 90s and stuff, yeah. they're in the far, far back. So it's it's a walk from there to the, the area where you have the buses that pick you up. Mm-hmm. Um, even for us, it's kind of like a walk. It's yeah. not the closest. Um, but one thing that is exciting is the fact that they added a second mode of transportation besides the buses because those lines got really busy. They did. And they were like, Greg and I were like, we're cursed because they were one of the last buses to always come like you would see the buses for the other resorts constantly circling coming back like they Mm -hmm. had tons of buses running but pop century had like none ever so we always wound up waiting super long for our buses and then the lines would pile up and then you wouldn't be able to get on because Mm -hmm. it would be full but they added the Skyliner, which I yes, think is an awesome did. addition. I Except I'm a little terrified of it. I, I don't mind those things. I haven't experienced Like the one at Six Flags. Yeah, I don't mind that. I love that, John actually. and I were shitting our pants off. I know. I think when we went for, uh, when we went for Fright Fest that mm-hmm. one time, I, we went in and John was like, I know. I can't look down. But I love them. Mm-hmm. It's another ride for me, basically. Because that's another <laughs> thing. Like, the like transportation that's not a bus mm-hmm. is a ride. So yeah. The monorail is a ride. Right. A boat is a ride. And now the Skyliner is a ride. Yep. So I think that they added that, gave a little bit more value to this value resort. I yep. think that's a really cool option that directs you to, I think it's... Um, Hollywood Studios, right? I think I think so. I yeah. think it's directly to Hollywood Studios, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice and pretty. I think you're. I I don't know because I really haven't paid much attention, but I'm almost positive that you get your own little train or not train. You know, your little sky cart. Most I think of the you time. do I don't too. Feel like you have to generally share yeah. with other people. Which I'm is, not a hundred percent on cool. that. But, you know, personal yeah. space. You get to chill, and that's really nice because it's like 
less walking. Mm-hmm. You get to just relax on your way there, and yeah. then you get dropped right back off at your hotel because it's one of the worst things when you're so exhausted I know. and you have to walk all the way back from the drop off spot for the buses to your hotel room. I know. You're like, I just want the worst walk. I've said to Greg so many times, I'm like, I'm about to steal one of these electric carts because I can't walk anymore. Mm-hmm. My feet hurt so bad. I bandage my feet every trip. Yeah. No matter where. Even in California, I had, because we just go, go, go. I know. Um. So I, I definitely just think that added a lot to the resort. Um. It's always clean. The mm-hmm. pools are cute. Um. The very cute theming. I, there isn't a ton of activities. They tried to do, like, they had, like, a tie-dyeing time and every time I missed it the one time I was like two minutes late and they were like sorry I was like damn it but they had like caricatures in the um the main you know the main hall so they do try to do things yeah. with what they've got right totally. they don't but they don't have separate room, halls and and mm-hmm. museums and stuff like the other resorts do which is fine right um it is a bit crowded too and it's definitely more so for um bigger families yeah. or uh just just family it's right. a lot of kids and obviously when you're going to disney it's a ton of kids but sometimes you notice the other resorts there's less children right because you're gonna you're more likely to stay at a value resort you have if a you're a young person or if you are somebody that has a large family and it's too expensive to stay at a nice exactly hotel. and that's totally understandable yeah exactly but that's just one thing that i would point out to people just like as like if they were to stay at all-star sports or all-star music stuff like right. that but it's i think very... pop century's theming is the coolest oh it is of... well although art of animation is considered is cool. a value resort it is yeah it is cool, i think it's I more than a value there. i don't i i don't need to yeah but it is it is a little bit better than pop century i think mm-hmm. the theming wise yeah i uh, just because it's themed to specific disney you know like movies and stuff like that and, right um, I just think from me and John's perspective, since we love Universal as much, maybe even more than we love Disney, if we're going to stay at a value resort, we're going to stay at Universal. Yeah. And that's why we always stay there because you get so much for your money there. 100%. And we like to spend a lot of time at Universal. Yeah. So like being on property is the best because it's so much smaller than Disney. Oh yeah. And then when we go to Disney, we just Uber there or whatever mm-hmm. and we spend the day at Disney, come back to our t- our hotel. Yeah, I think I'm afraid that now that if Greg and I were to stay at the French Quarter the next time we go, mm-hmm. I'm never not going to want to stay there I again. know. Well, you that's know? how I feel because last time we went to Universal, we, we usually stay at Cabana Bay, which is like the best, cheapest yeah. hotel. Um, well, now they have the Aventura, which is kind of like on the same level. But last time we went, we stayed at Sapphire Falls, which is like the step above and you get the boat service and yeah, everything. Yeah, and they just opened that. That was really new, right? It opened at like the, around the same time as Cabana Bay, maybe oh, just after. Okay, okay. So it's been around for a few years now. Um, but it's so much better. So now we like never want to stay at Cabana Bay again. Exactly. Even though that I was like our home for Cabana a long Bay. time. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a great hotel. If so we were going to do a Universal Hotels episode, which maybe we should do. Yeah. I've never, um, I've stayed outside. I've never stayed at a Universal maybe Hotel. Maybe we can have an episode where I just tell you about all of the Universal That's resorts. Because cool. there's not that many. So totally. we could, let's do that. I'm totally fine with that. I love <laughs> so that. So I'll just tell you about yeah, all of them. I don't I'll even have to do any research because I know everything about them. I love it. I think that's perfect. Let's do that. Um, so yeah, so that was that was number two. Cool. Um, my number one, which I'm sure you probably already could tell. Uh, uh, here we go. Um, my number one hotel is the Polynesian. Yep. Because it's just everything. Mm-hmm. I am a sucker for mid-century theming with a tiki twist, mm-hmm. and it is just 
divine. Yeah. I, I, it's a hotel that is so freaking expensive that it is, it's, it's a, it's a shock when I see big families or families, anyone that's not a Disney vacation member that's not their home resort staying there. I know. Because I'm like, how the hell do you afford this? But I've toured the hotel, so I've been there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we've gone, it, it's just, there's there's so much to do. You've got boat rentals. You can rent little boats and, and take that out on the water. You can do that you've all got, over in those. I, I'm just like, that. They have the monorail. They mm-hmm. have, you could take the boat to the park. Yeah. They have freaking Trader Sam's. Like, that is number one up there. And then Ohana, I've heard nothing but amazing I want to do a character breakfast at Ohana. I, I've heard nothing but amazing we things We were going to do Ohana's that when breakfast. we were planning our trip to Disney when we were going to go with Carson and, and Alex. Uh-huh. I wanted to, I think I even booked it and then I had to cancel it because we canceled Didn't the go, trip. Yeah. But to do a character breakfast at Ohana, if we come, oh. we should do that. Yeah, because I want. I've never eaten, but I've heard nothing but amazing things about specifically Ohana's breakfast, but mm-hmm. also just Ohana in general. Yeah. Well, we should go to if if we go at the same time yeah. as you, we should plan to get a some meal yeah. at Ohana, a hundred percent. And I gotta go to the Trader Sam's there because I've never gone to that one. And I think the one. So from what they were saying on podcast, the ride, mm-hmm. it seems like it's more organized at the one in Florida. So oh, like, really? Apparently, the one in California, you got super lucky that you just like got seated right away. Apparently, we got because well, there was some random drunk guy yeah, at the bar. Because <laughs> like at that one, they don't even have a guy with a list at the door. Like apparently, people yeah, end no. up just like in a clump at the door waiting for seats to open. Yeah, there was. But at the one in Florida, you actually put your name down and you like have a normal wait. Yes. So it's easier to get exactly at the one in Florida. That's what I was waiting for so when we, we walked into California. I was like, wait. And then when the guy yeah. told us to come sit at the bar, I, was, I thought he worked there, yeah. but he just wound up being some drunk guy that was just chilling and had two seats next to him. So funny. And I mean, it was fine. Like, it was still great. But mm-hmm. that's what I was like expecting a long wait yeah. because when we tried to go, um, the one time we went, when we, when we went in November that a uh, couple years ago, it was, like, over an hour wait, and it was yeah. already, like, 9 o'clock at that right. point, and Greg and I were like, no. But I knew that they had an outside bar, mm-hmm. so but we went... But that's not the same. No. We went to one of, like, the pool outside mm-hmm. bars, and then we... Then they have, like, this whole beach sand area yeah. where you could sit, and there's right on the water, and they have swings, so Greg and I... Don't they call I, it, like, the lagoon or something I don't like think, that? Well, I know that, the, like, the whole, like, the water the te- out there. They just call it the terrace. I, they... I don't know what don't it know. is, but it was so, so nice, because we sat by the water on the swings and then to the left of us there was like this whole luau dinner uh they do like a like a luau celebration with hawaiian dancers mm-hmm. and it's a whole That's dinner so and cool. show so yeah. we heard that and they have like they have everywhere it's like tiki torches yeah all lit all the time mm-hmm. and so it's just so much fun like it feels like you're truly on like a vacation yeah. like a hawaiian vacation so it just adds to everything mm-hmm. and I don't know why I'm such a sucker for, like, that tiki feel. I love it, too. It's but awesome. But it, it's just, even just, like, the regular rooms, because when you walk by, they're, they're, they feel like condos. Like, you're walking by, they have a little patio, some of them. Yeah. And you look, and it's just, like, a little, like, a regular room, but it's just the whole theming of mm-hmm. everything, and the smell of the hotel. It smells so great. 
I just love it so freaking much. And you and get boozy doll whips at Trader Sam's. Exactly. And then, like, you could see over the, like, all the parks over the water. So you could watch the fireworks from the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's just so, everything about it is so convenient, except for the price. Yep. That's the one downfall. And maybe one day I will gather the courage to spend the money to stay there. But it hurts to even think about how much money you would have to spend. Like, it's like $600 a night to stay there. And oh. I... I my favorite hotel is the Grand Cap Floridian. So. Yes. And my aunt was saying that. She was like, do you want to stay at the Grand Floridian? And I was oh like. Oh my God. No. What? I, I Get Greg, out of Greg here. Greg and I both were like, it doesn't do it for me. Have you ever been there? Yeah. We toured. We did like a monorail tour of the it's hotels. It's cool. I love it so I know. Well, I'm going to talk about it. I think too it, much of so. Full House when I see it. That makes it even better. All right. So that's my number one. Well, let's go back onto your awesome detailed list. So, my number one is obviously the Grand Floridian, so I'm also going to talk about the Grand Californian. Okay. Um, because I am staying there. I mean, yes. we haven't booked it yet, but the plan is that we are going to stay there when we go in May. Um, and I wanted to kind of talk about, like, because they're, like, kind of the two pillar hotels on each coast. Yes. I wanted Grand to talk about Grand. both of them and how different they are. And- yeah. Um, all the different things that each has to offer. So technically, like, the Grand Californian is my number two. The Grand Floridian is my number one, obviously, because I love it so much. Um, So I'll talk about the Grand Californian first. So obviously this information came from Disneyland.disney.gov, not DisneyWorld.disney.gov, because it's Disneyland. But also the history I got from Wikipedia. Um, So Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, also known as the Grand Californian, is a hotel located at the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California. Obviously we knew that. The hotel was constructed as part of a major expansion of the Disneyland Resort in 2001. It was built by the Walt Disney Company and has been operated by the Walt Disney Company since its inception. This luxury hotel is designed to celebrate the early 20th century arts and crafts era, showcasing the architectural style of Northern California. It also features a Disney Vacation Club wing that opened in September 2009. The hotel has a private entrance to Disney California Adventure Park. So this one, you don't need transportation to the parks. Nope. You literally just walk out and you're there. Yeah, that's, we walked in and I was like, wow, this is so convenient. You just walk, the park is in your backyard. It's but that's why we like Universal so much because it's the same. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you're right there. special walkway. Exactly. Um, okay, so then in 2017, Disney completely remodeled the rooms and the lobby of this hotel. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So it was designed by an architect named Peter Dominic of 4240 Architecture, Inc., formerly part of Urban Design Group, Inc. It is based on the arts and crafts movement of the early 1900s. Um, The hotel has 948 rooms in addition to 44 suites and 71 villas. Many of the items found throughout the hotel have been handcrafted by modern practitioners of the arts and crafts movement using traditional techniques. Some early Roy Croft items are on display in the lobby. Some of the hotel's rooms are tributes to various craftsman-era architects and designers. For instance, two of the guest suites, as well as the California boardroom, pay homage to Frank Lloyd Wright. The Napa Rose features, um, which is one of the, the restaurants, restaurants I'll yeah. get into later, um, features a rose motif in the, in the glass design, which was inspired by Charles Rennie Mackintosh. The Storyteller's Cafe features a large tile tile mural that is a reproduction of an original design by the Gladding McBean Company for a Robin Hood room in the Wilmington, California Public Library, which is awesome. 
It's, um, its name is based on Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, obviously, its sister resort, and Walt Disney World's flagship resort hotel. The two hotels do not share themes, nope. though, <laughs> though, as the Grand Californian is a craftsman theme, while the Grand Floridian is of the Victorian theme, which we'll talk about when I get there. Um, it does, however, share many thematic elements with Disney's Wilderness Lodge, mm-hmm. also designed by Dominic. So oh, they have the same okay. designer, with its National Park Lodge theming at Walt Disney That's World. It, National Park. It was... Yeah. Uh, Mm, Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone National Park. So that's the difference there is that that really is focused more on the national parks. Yes. But they still, um, because it's the same architect, they still focus on that like kind of arts movement, which is why they have the artist points point restaurant and everything. Yes. Like you still get that kind of like. I like that. Like this was built. Handcrafted. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of like carving. Exactly. I love that. I think that's awesome. So um, the little. Um, Blurb. What do you call it? Yeah, blurb. Yeah. About the hotel says, escape reality in a hotel that defines grandeur at every turn, from premium accommodations and craftsman-style elegance to Disney's impeccable service and renowned attention to detail. Hotel guests can enjoy impressive amenities and rich dining experiences, as well as utilize a convenient entrance to Disney's California Adventure Park. It's the ultimate way to enjoy thrill-filled days at the parks. Yeah. So, standard room rates starts at about 586 Crazy. Um, then if you want to stay club level, it's just over a thousand or more. Oh my um, and suites up to $1,900. And I saw some that were even higher than that. That's incredible. So yeah, you people could are paying money for $2,000 like, a night for a friggin' hotel. People are spending that. I know. It's crazy. Where do you justify that? I know. We're going to be spending around like I forget, 250 260 total, but Each. we're splitting it three yeah, ways. Yeah, that's not bad yeah. at all. Exactly. So it'll be like, yeah. Oh, goodness. Exactly. I've heard a lot of good things about Napa Rose, by the way. Yes, so I think we we originally talked about just eating at the Napa Rose, and then we morphed that to staying at the Grand Californian, but I think we'll still eat at the Napa Rose. So I'll talk about restaurants now. That's the first one on my list here. Which is American slash Californian cuisine. So it's just like a simple kind of menu. Um, But it's like fine dining. Mm -hmm. And they call it signature dining. They also do character um, meals. So it says, savor upscale Californian fare and um, and an extensive wine list in an elegant setting at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and spa, which obviously would have a wine list because Napa, yeah, Napa oh, Valley, that's totally where they make all the wine wines. country. They also do a princess breakfast, and in the pictures, I saw like all sorts of princesses. I even saw Tiana, that's and I saw awesome. Belle, and I saw a bunch of them. I know, I thought that was so cool. Um, then there's the Storytellers Cafe, which is buffet slash family style American cuisine. They also do character dining here. Um, it says, classic, Cal- classic California folklore comes to life when Disney characters visit, but only during the breakfast or brunch buffets. So they do one, they do two that are Mickey's Tale of Adventure. They do a breakfast and a brunch. So it's like Mickey and friends. Um, and, and this is where you can get like the Mickey shaped waffles and all yeah. that stuff. Um, and then they do a dinner buffet too. Which says, feast on savory fare that celebrate the art of storytelling, even though Disney characters do not appear during this meal. So it's just a, like, special theming. Okay. It's not actually a character meal. Um, it says, tough critic when it comes to a palate-pleasing cl- uh, 
tough critic when it comes to palate-pleasing plates, our innovative cuisine is sure to entertain the most discerning taste buds. Inspired by the natural bounty of California, as well as the diversity of its people, our chef creates Pulitzer-worthy flavors um, destined to send foodies into Epicurean bliss. Downright voracious. <laughs> Begin your tale with a trip to the all-you-care-to-enjoy, I love that they say that, yeah. buffet, select from the chef's daily special, so this changes every day, uh, roasted corn chowder, oh, and that. a variety of so flatbreads, good. as well as turkey, beef, and pork from the carving station. That was one of the soups that Greg and I ate. We got a lot of corn chowder, and we got a lot of clam chowder. I know, it sounds I love their so bread bowls. Good. I love them. And it's an a la carte menu. There's a la carte menu options. Um, and then it changes all the time. So you never really know what they're going to have. Um, then they have a Napa Rose Lounge and a Hearthstone Lounge. So the Napa Rose Lounge is right outside, obviously, the Napa Rose Restaurant. Um, and they have a nice terrace and they have a fireplace. And you can get drinks and small bites. So it's not the same menu as the Napa Rose, obviously. It's just like okay. a bar menu. Yeah, yeah. And then the Hearthstone Lounge... Um, is similar. They have a fireplace. It's supposed to be like the cozy hotel lounge. Um, and they also have like a small bites menu. Then they have the grab and go, like quick service okay, place, yeah. which is the um, GCH Craftsman Grill, um, which takes mo- mobile orders, obviously. Cool. Um, so it's a step back in time. This eatery is a cozy spot to dig into delicious breakfast, lunch, or dinner dishes from artisanal pizzas, specialty bowls, and sustainable fish tacos to handcrafted sandwiches, skewers, and an array of grab-and-go options, to name a few. You'll also discover an assortment of non-alcoholic beverages and Disney check meals for kids. Um, then they have all-day room service as well. So oh. Full room service. Um, so there, some of the recreation, they do an art and craft tour. So it says, learn about the arts and crafts movement and how it influenced the architecture and design of Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, boasting a fascinating behind-the-scenes glimpse into the many handcrafted artifacts found in the lobby and dining locations. This tour is approximately one hour and will open your eyes to the magic embedded everywhere you look. To reserve a spot, stop by the guest services desk. So that's just such a cool little touch. Yeah, that you know, is it's like really the, a unique. museum inside yeah, the hotel. Yeah, I love that. I know. Um, then they have three pools, which all have private cabanas that you can rent. So um, sick. I know. The fountain pool, um, which has a artisan-crafted turtle fountain, um, which is so cool. The fountain pool provides a relaxing respite amid a serene rural setting. Located next to the Storyteller's Cafe, the pool is set against a backdrop of tree-laden grounds, stone walls, and rocky boulders. A perfect place for guests looking to set up camp and unwind before or after a fun-filled visit to the parks. Um, and then they have the Redwood Pool, too. So, you weren't totally wrong with the Redwood theming. Redwood it's definitely forest. there, because it's all about California style. Yeah. Um, so this is, like, the really exciting one. It has a 90-foot water slide. Um, it has a giant Redwood tree that, like, the water slide goes around, which is so that cool. That is so awesome. Then they have, um, they, it's all bordered by pine trees and boulders, and um, it, there's a cool pool at the bottom. That's so cool. Yes. And then there's also a Mickey Mouse-shaped children's pool um, and a Whirlpool hot tub that are right by it. Then there's the Mariposa Pool, um, which is a circular leisure pool that pays homage to the hotel's arts and crafts theme. Um, named after the Spanish word for butterfly, the Mariposa Pool, which is the name of the... Um, the Mariposa is the name of the saloon in Westworld. Oh. And I didn't know that it meant butterfly. I like really? That. Mm-hmm. Oh. I... So, um, 
It features ornate butterflies and decorative lights in the pool deck area. That's so um, cool. Reflecting the natural beauty and tranquility of the pool's rustic surroundings at Whirlpool's pool spas located nearby so i feel like this is like the more adult pool for people who just want to like relax yes definitely um so they have the poolside cabanas as i said um that you can avail that you can rent throughout the day um and there's supposed to be like a nice beautiful like serene area where you can like see like pretty things oh yeah i love that um okay so that's the grand californian which I cannot wait to report back on. When I know I go there. I'm so excited for you. Um, so now I'll talk about the Grand Floridian. I have a lot to talk about here. Um, <laughs> they have like 322 restaurants, so we'll get into all of yeah. them. This hotel is like the most luxurious, ridiculous hotel oh, yeah. ever. Um, okay, so the a little bit of the history to the Grand, Grand Floridian. So also I did a I did a hotel tour and I went here. Yeah. Um, we were gonna eat there, but we ended up eating at the Wilderness Lodge instead. I went with my aunt. This was for my twenty first birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure I've told you about this before. And we like went up to the area where you can have like afternoon tea, and we like walked all around, and I was just so impressed, and it just felt like I was like back in time yeah. and I was like I just I mean, wanted to be wearing a fancy outfit the people the way they, they have like the workers dress and stuff I like know. that yeah. I just want to like be dressed like Mary Poppins when she goes into that like painting and they do the dance with yeah. the painting like I want to be wearing that outfit when I'm at the Grand Floridian maybe we can make that happen I really want to <laughs> I want to be her for Halloween that'd be fun that would be um, and John could be uh, old Dick Van Dyke <laughs> chimney sweep <laughs> what is his name I can't remember Anyway, um, okay, so a little bit of the history. So I didn't talk about the spa at all in the Grand California, but yes, they both have spas. Yeah, like that we utilize those for sure. Exactly. So the Grand Cal- Floridian is Victorian themed, and it's supposed to be a luxurious hotel and spa. Um, it opened on June 28th, 1988. Huh. Mine and Greg's anniversary. Aww. Um, and it, it originally opened as the Grand Floridian Beach Resort. The name changed to Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa during the fall of 1997. The resort contains 867 rooms among six buildings at an average of 400 square feet per room. The resort is owned and operated by Disney Parks Experiences and Products. The Grand Floridian is categorized as a deluxe resort, one of uh, four types of of accommodations at the Florida site. Um, And it's distinguished as Disney's flagship and most opulent resort. Um, so it says Victorian elegance meets modern sophistication at this lavish Disney resort hotel. Relax in the sumptuous lobby as the live orchestra plays ragtime jazz and popular Disney tunes. Unwind outdoors, indulge in a luxurious massage and watch, um, evening fireworks light up the sky over Cinderella Castle. Just one stop to the Magic Kingdom Park on the complimentary resort monorail. This timeless Victorian style marvel evokes Palm Beach's golden era. Um, so yes, it was inspired by the Victorian era beach resorts built along Florida's East coast during the, uh, the late 19th century and early 20th century. Its exterior is modeled after the Mount Washington resort in Bretton Woods, New Hampshire and hotel del Coronado, which is really like the same. My cousin went there, like they stayed there, I think. Um, was it for like Thanksgiving or something a couple years ago? I don't know, but they were there and, and she's taking exactly all these pictures the of it. And it's like, this is the Grand Floridian. That's cool. Um, it is. It's amazing. There's like a Spanish architecture to it, I guess, kind of. Cause like the Coronado, like a lot of California kind of. has that like Spanish kind of Yeah, but feel no, but this it. one's really just that like old school, like Victorian. Yeah. Um, 
with red gabled roofs and white walls. Additional design inspiration was taken from the former Bellevue Biltmore Hotel in Bel Air, Florida. The resort's outdoor lodge buildings, Sago Key, Sugarloaf Key, Conch Key, um, Boca Chica, and Big Pine Key are named for islands in the Florida Keys. The hotel's main building features a five-story lobby, a replica cage elevator, which is my favorite that thing is, in the whole yeah. freaking world. Um, where am I? I'm, I lost my spot. Right there. I got too excited. Stained glass <laughs> domes and Italian mar- mar- marble floors with inlays of various Disney characters. During daytime hours, a grand pianist performs in the main lobby while a house orchestra plays on the second floor balcony every evening. I just love all... I just want to be a really rich, fancy person. <laughs> In the 19th century. Oh okay, gosh. can I just have this, please? Initially, Walt Disney wanted a Polynesian resort reflecting Adventureland, which we got later. Yes. The contemporary resort to echo Tomorrowland and other resorts that mirrored the lands of Magic Kingdom. Um, so that's that was Walt's vision. Yeah. Um, uh, Main Street and the Grand Floridian act as an analogous reflection. Act as analogous reflections. The resort was designed by the Disney Company and exec- and executed by the architectural um, firm Wimberly, Allison, Tong, and Goo. Okay. What the heck? That's an architectural firm, apparently. Yeah. Along with Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, the Grand Floridian sits on the shores of the man, uh, man-made Seven Seas Lagoon near the Magic that Kingdom. That's it. Seven Seas Lagoon. Yes. That's the beach. Yes. I knew it was the lagoon, didn't yeah, I say that? Yeah. Okay. The hotel occupies land that had been earmarked for an Asian-themed resort during the initial development of Walt Disney World Resort in the late 1960s. In 1988, the Beach Boys filmed a music video for their song Kokomo. In 1992, a 40,000-square-foot convention center opened adjacent to the hotel, which contains a business center. The hotel was completed. Some major reser- Some major renovation... Some major... Jesus Christmas. The hotel has completed some major renovations in recent years. Since 2007, all guest rooms, restaurants, retail shops, and common areas of the resort have been updated. In 2011, the Grand Floridian Spa and Health Club underwent an extensive 18-month remodel. In 2013, the hotel completed a remodel of all pool areas along with the installation of a beachside fire pit and children's water area themed to Disney's Alice in Wonderland, which is so cool. Yeah. Um, so room rates here starting at 600. Yeah. Only goes up from Polynesian there. If you want to stay club level, they did have club level room rates available at $700 when I was looking at this, but they go up as high as like $4,000. That's incredible. <laughs> I don't understand. It was like mostly in the 2000 plus area. That's crazy. I know. So some of these restaurants are going to be why, but we'll get there. Or at least one of them is why. Um, okay, so Citricos, Citricos, Citricos is one of their restaurants. Um, it's American slash Mediterranean cuisine. It's a mm, fine dining restaurant. Amazing. So, like, all of the restaurants are fine dining. Yeah. Um, just one of them is the finest. Okay, so enjoy American cuisine infused with Mediterranean flavors, plus an award-winning international wine list. Then there's Narcoozies, which I've heard nothing but amazing things about. Yeah. And this is, like, their seafood kind of... Uh, restaurant um it's supposed to feel like you're on like a waterfront like on the coast yeah Yeah. exactly um 
And it has beautiful views of the lagoon. So they have the panoramic lagoon views, it says, um, where you can watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks and also the little electrical water pageant on the lagoon That's that they crazy. do. From this restaurant. That's awesome. How cool is that? Then there is Victoria and Albert's. Yep. Um, now this is, or at least it was rumored to be, and I don't know if it still is, but was at one point and at least still is the only five diamond restaurant in Florida. Makes sense. Yes. Um, so it says classic Victorian elegance meets haute American cuisine at this triple A five diamond award recipient since 2000. So yeah, I would assume so. Yes. Um, so they do, the thing that I'm most excited about, which I need to do this in my life, but it's very expensive. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Is the Victoria and Albert's chef's table dinner. So you sit at the special chef's table, which is like in the kitchen, basically. It's like in the back, in the kitchen. Um, and the chef makes you a feast, like a multi-course feast that's whatever they create and they serve it to you directly and tell you what it is and it's like this whole like, and you interactive guys probably experience. watch and cook everything yes yeah. and you get like it's like i don't know how many courses it is but it's like a bunch of courses and then there's a separate price point you can get for it um with wine lists, it's like even more yeah I'm sh- and it's already like crazy holy moly um so it says Savor the finest. Did I put the prices in here? Oh, I did. Um, savor the finest dining at Walt Disney World Resort as our chef de cuisine crafts an, an exquisite, uh, I can't say that, menu for a select few guests. Gather at the exclusive table located in the heart of Victorian Albert's kitchen, interacting with our staff as they prepare an extraordinary culinary experience just for you. Inspired by the season, each unique menu features ingredients called Culled fresh daily from the world market. Throughout the approximately three-hour service, the chef offers up superb morsels and tasting samples, um, tailoring the mouth-watering feast to your party's dietary preferences. And when you choose the optional wine pairing, our sommelier selects the ideal vintage to enjoy with each portion of your meal. Holy crap. Seating. Only one party per evening is seated. The table can accommodate up to eight guests, but reservations may be made for parties as small as two. Reservations are required and are available up to 180 days in advance. Guests ages 10 and older are welcome. I can't even imagine a 10-year-old I know. They would not appreciate. Why would you? Yeah. Pricing. Although subject to change, the prefix begins at $250 per guest, and wine pairing begins at $150 per guest. So that's in addition to your two fifty. That is... So, yes, I will stay at this hotel and I will do this when I win the lottery. Yeah, right? Um, It also says valet parking is available at no additional cost, but I'll be staying at the hotel, so it won't matter. About Victorian Alberts, um, winner of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award every year since 2000, which we said, and the Forbes Travel Guide Five Star Award for 2018 through 2019. Victorian Alberts is the premier restaurant at Walt Disney World Resort, and like honestly in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer fine contemporary American cuisine and splendid wine pairings with personalized butler service in a setting of uncompromised elegance. Now, I didn't put all the information about the other things, but there's also another special room that you can request to get seated in. 
kitchen that's not in the kitchen it's not in the kitchen it's not the chef's table but it is just like only a few tables in this other special room okay that's like closed in so you're not like in the main dining area so it's still, still a little special, bit yes yeah. exactly okay like if you were a celebrity and you didn't get the chef's table you'd stay in that room or you'd eat in that room oh, you know okay. what i mean gotcha gotcha okay yes um okay and then even the main dining room insane and the prices are insane but the food is supposed to be like the best it's an experience exactly and it's an experience and yeah. i just want to feel like a fancy rich person in the early one in the 19th early 19th century um okay so then this is the more this is the like most value um restaurant that they have and from what i've heard this restaurant is so good yeah yes i've never eaten there but it's like a buffet family style it's usually not what i would go for in a restaurant but supposedly it's great and for the price, and you get to be at the Grand Floridian. And yeah, I mean, I don't see it being anything below par. Exactly. And also, they do a um, a character breakfast, and they, they do a Mary Poppins theme, which I love. And I like Exactly. That. You can... They, some Mary Poppins, Alice in Wonderland, and Winnie the Pooh. So those are three of, like, my favorite Disney IPs. Like, yeah. Alice in Wonderland, I have, like, a half sleeve on my body. Yes. And I've been talking this whole time about... Mary Poppins. Exactly. So clearly to me, and Winnie the Pooh, obviously. That's your dream hotel. I know. That's like everything. I know. Okay, so 1900 Park Fair is a restaurant. I don't know if I said that. Yes. Um, so it says, delight in breakfast and dinner buffets plus a merry afternoon tea party, each hosted by Disney characters. Like I said, Mary Poppins, Alice in Wonderland, the Mad Hatter, Tigger, and Winnie the Pooh are some of the ones that you'll see there. Um... Join favorite Disney friends for this fabulously festive, all-you-care-to-enjoy breakfast buffet. Pop in for the custom-made omelets, fluffy mini pancakes, mini-shaped waffles, carved ham, and more. So I would love to get breakfast here, too. That would be amazing. Um, then they also do a Wonderland tea party, specially at 1900 Park Fair. Explore a whimsical celebration brimming with craft time, cupcakes, and fun memories geared for ages... 4 to 12, but, you know. Uh, yeah. 26, 27's fine, 4 to too. 12 at heart. Yeah. Um, they also have Cinderella's Happily Ever After Dinner. Enjoy an enchanting buffet dinner as the honored guest of Cinderella and Prince Charming. The princess's storybook friends join in the festivities as you have a ball dining on delectable seafood, salad, pasta, and beef specialties. The culinary selections are representative of several kingdoms from around the globe and include such kid-friendly fare as chicken, cheese, pizza, and macaroni and cheese. Character appearances and entertainment are subject to change. And then this is like really the tea that I would want to do is the, yeah, garden, this is the, the garden View one. Tea Room. So this is what I was talking about before. And they do like, um, you know, like a high tea every day. Like you could just go and get tea here. Delight in an elegant morning or afternoon tea overlooking the gardens and pool at Disney Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Um, then they have the Grand Floridian Cafe as well, which is casual dining. Um... Then there's also multiple lounges and bars, um, the Citricos Lounge, Enchanted Rose Bar and Lounge, Gasparilla Island Grill, Beaches Pool Bar and Grill, and Courtyard Pool Bar. That's crazy. Um, and then they have room service. Like, I don't I think it might be 24-hour room service. That's crazy. Yes. So, <laughs> like I said, they have 600 restaurants to yeah. eat at. So many This options. is why it's so expensive to oh, stay yeah. here. But you know what I don't understand is the fact that the Polynesian is that expensive and it doesn't it's have It's a little nearly, cheaper. It doesn't have nearly as much, though. Yeah. It doesn't have nearly as I know. much. But the theming is so cool. And I think there's oh, yeah. less rooms at the Polynesian, too. Yeah. Which makes the, you know, the 
supply and demand a lot more know? yeah i get that also like they were talking about which i meant to bring this up when you were talking about the polynesian actually they were talking about on podcast the ride which is so true at any tiki bar it's always crazy crowded. It's always hard to get into a tiki yeah, bar. Yeah, because it's just for people some love reason. Them. I, don't I understand know there's just why. such a draw. So like it they is. don't need that much more. That's because true. first of all, you have Trader Sam's. I mean, yeah. Which on its own enough, and then the whole place is themed that same. Yeah, like, that same ambiance. That's why yeah, you know. I like that. That's that's me. Exactly. I'm simple. Um, okay. So then they also. This is the only. Out of park bibbity bobbity boutique. They I have do at knew, the Grand yeah, Floridian. I, yes, also. I remember seeing that. Yes. So imagine being a child and your family is crazy rich <laughs> and you stay at the Grand Floridian and you eat at the goddamn chef's dining table and then you get your own private bibbity bobbity boutique experience at the hotel, not waiting in the crazy lines at the park. And the heat at the park like and then you get all dolled up you look beautiful you do a nice character breakfast with with the mary poppins where is this accent coming from once in a lifetime (laughs) can you imagine being that child no because i never will i know When I went I to Disney, we stayed at a motel. We stayed we stayed at like 10 different places while we were there. Like we kept switching. I don't know why. I guess to save money. <laughs> we stayed at one motel that had rat holes in the wall, so we had to leave and go stay somewhere else. <laughs> oh, no. We did not stay at the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Okay. So, then the pools. They have the beach pool. So it says cool off in this 111,261 gallon pool looking overlooking pool overlooking. Why do we need to Seven know? Seas Lagoon? <laughs> Breeze down the 181 foot long water slide amid a serene natural springs themed setting, complete with the cascading waterfalls and zero depth entries similar to that of a beach. A walking bridge provides a picturesque view of the pool for snapping pictures of family and friends gliding um, down the slide and on-site lounge and bar offer refreshments and snacks. Um, Then there's the courtyard pool, (coughs) which I think is the one with the... Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Are they... That's, like, in that section. Um, and they have the captain shipyard also. Um, pool lifts and other access options can be arranged for guests and d- with disabilities, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the motorized boat rentals, obviously. So anywhere on this lagoon, you can rent the yeah. motorized boats, which is so cool. I know. Um, I love it so much. And that's pretty much it. Also, they have the wedding pavilion, which yes. I have discussed multiple times. Yes. And I would love to one day get married at that wedding pavilion the, um, with no guests <laughs> because I can't afford it. The, the wedding pavilion that I would have chosen if I was to get married at Disney would be Clementine's Lawn at the Wilderness Lodge. Oh yeah, it's that's really so cool It's so pretty too. and rustic. Oh my god, I've seen so many pictures and I'm like, I love this. So, in an ideal world, yes, I would get married at the Grand Floridian um, wedding pavilion. However, in reality, I'm poor and I don't like to plan things. So what I really want to do is to just elope and get married in front of the Hogwarts castle oh, be at perfect. the Wizarding World. Because people can? do it all the I was time. I say, can you do I've that? I've seen pictures. People do it all the time. You don't, like, rent out the park or anything. You literally just, you take your officiant into the park with you, you stop in front of it, and you get married. 
I like that. People do it all the time. It's so cool. That's a really good idea. And they do, like, cool photo shoots, and you can go in wearing your fancy outfit, whatever, like... Isn't that cool? And then maybe just bring, like, a handful of people with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, whoever wants to come can come. Exactly. Who can't. Okay, that's fine. That's kind of how I want it to be. It's kind of like an everyone's invited, but no one's invited. Yeah, no formal invites. Exactly. And then if you want to, like, come, we'll stay there then for the week. Yeah. If you want to come and join us at some point during the week to celebrate with us. That's a good idea. Come. I like that. Don't you like that? I think you should act on that. Uh, well, talk to <laughs> talk to the guy in there. <laughs> oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. Yeah. Wow, this is a long episode. It's all right. It's um, important information. It really is. So, if you're staying at Disney, you stay at any of these hotels, stay at none of these hotels, stay at do any of the want. Disney do hotels. Do what you can afford, but exactly. these are some suggestions. I think overall, I think our number one for affordability, for ambiance, and for activity would be the Port Orleans French Quarter uh, Riverside. Definitely. That, I think, honestly, for the average person, yep. I think that would be a great yeah. choice. And then if you're on a little bit more of a budget, Pop Century, amazing. Uh-huh. And then also, if you're on a little bit of a budget and you are also interested in going to Universal, really look into those Universal hotels because you get so much for your money there. Yeah. And there's really easy transportation between Universal and Disney. There's usually bus services you can get. Yeah. Ubers and are theming is everywhere. So cute. And the theming is great. So like if you also like Universal, we'll we'll definitely do another episode where we talk about those yeah. hotels. And then obviously if you have all the money in the world, stay at the Polynesian, stay at the Grand Floridian. Don't really know why anyone would stay at the Contemporary. Oh, I would never. My aunt said you want to stay there? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> Not. It's cool, but like, it's not if you're gonna cool, stay though. at one of those hotels, it's really not though. Like, it is. Yeah, it's supposed to be contemporary, but it's contemporary like, from like 1980. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I walk in there and I feel like I've been like taken back, in which time. is kind of cool. Uh, I don't but know. Like, it's like unless it's I got like a that, crazy good deal, I'm not staying. It's like that weird like Epcot setter thing that I was talking about, which is kind of why like, I like it. Though. Yeah, it's like yeah. carpets with yeah. shapes. Exactly. Everything is carpeted in gray. It's very strange. Bl- black. Yeah. A lot of black. Uh-huh. Like, very glossy. It's and the monorail very... runs right through it. It does. Which is it cool. Does. But you get to experience that just taking the monorail from anyway. Anywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, no Unless you're at the Grand, Grand Floridian. Exactly. And if you're looking for a little bit more upscale, but a little bit less than Polynesian. Sorry, I'm yawning again. Uh, Polynesian <laughs> or the Grand Floridian, then the Wilderness, I think, is yeah. a really good option. Fort Wilderness, too, yeah. is another really yes, good one. Yes, yes. And Animal Kingdom, amazing restaurants. Also, if you're into camping or mm-hmm. uh, you have an RV, they have yeah. the, um, the, the campsite, camp, the campsite yeah. which is awesome, too. That is really cool. So, yeah, there's a few it's options. A little something for everyone. Exactly, which is great, and that's what's awesome about Disney is and there's I something for everyone. If you can, and and if, like, it's not 100% about the money, just think about, like, what the park is that you want to spend the most time at mm-hmm. and choose your hotel based on that. Because, like, yeah. if... if if your, like, child is obsessed with Animal Kingdom and you're definitely going to want to spend more time there, stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, yeah. you know? If you are really an Epcot person and you really just want to walk that world showcase and drink around the world, the boardwalk is a great choice for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, think about it that way. There, the, yeah, it's such a sprawling world, and yes, there's easy easy transportation everywhere, but everything's so far. So s- trying to stay yeah, strategically... Yeah, quick, yeah. Yeah. 
I get that. It's smart to think yeah. that way. Uh, for me as an adult with no children, I don't I don't right. even pay attention to those things, but that is a real big thing because the less time you have to spend on a bus or on a boat and, and or walking around yeah, with your the kids. The quicker you get to the park and the quicker you get back to your exactly. room afterwards is better. <laughs> totally. So there's a lot of things to take into consideration, but yeah. the Disney websites are really great with giving you all that information yeah. with the different transportation, what it's closest to. There's also a lot of great blogs of out there that talk about exactly what we just talked yeah. about. In, yeah. even go in more depth about so. a bunch of all the other hotels yeah and if you have any questions please shoot us an email at disneygothpod or if you want to tell us we're wrong about something yeah too. because we didn't do that much research I mean it's fine uh-huh. uh, shoot us an email <laughs> disneygothpod at gmail.com yeah. or you can comment on the post we will make inevitably about the episode disneygothpod on Instagram? Uh, Instagram, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At Instagram.com. <laughs> At Instagram.com.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright. Well, and uh, I guess hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back.